Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to answer the question, what to do if you've gone, track, gone off track over Christmas? So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. What is it now? A week till Christmas? Something like that? Pretty much. At the time of recording this, anyway. <laughs> At the time we're recording this, it's a week till Christmas. So lots of things tend to be happening, right? You know, the mince pies are coming out. There's loads of alcohol around. It's Christmas events and celebrations. People have having their work Christmas dues and socializing with friends. Focus 100% on getting ready for Christmas, for the family. And a lot of people are kind of thinking, you know, I'll start again next January. So this leads to a lot of things. So Ben, what kind of stuff does this lead to all of this stuff that's going on in your experience? So at this time of year, it can be very easy to basically put the blinkers on and kind of give up on everything else way before Christmas. You just get really, really focused on it and think like, once this is done with, then I'll, you know, start eating healthy and then I'll figure this out. But like that, what that means is rather than having just a couple of days off, because in reality, Christmas day is one day, Boxing Day is another day. Maybe there's a couple more days that you're off celebrating with your family. Rather than being just a few days off, it ends up being like a couple of weeks off. And there's a really, really big difference between those two things. And that can lead to obviously gaining a load of weight before January between now and that time that everybody sort of, you know, gets that new year, new me mindset. It can lead to you feeling really, really crap and like demotivated because you feel like you've, you're just failing and that you're making bad choices that you know you know you are not really going to benefit you and it can just put you in a position where it's just going to be more difficult to get to where you want to be next year and you just end up starting the year filled with regret and filled with shame and just in a very negative place and if you're kind of already going this way I do completely understand because this happens to a lot of people at this time of year because most people don't have a like a strategy to follow. They're not in a routine or like really good habits with their fitness. And maybe they don't have a coach or anybody else supporting them and helping them to succeed. And without all of that, it can be, it's very likely that you'll be in some way kind of going off track. So today we're basically going to be that kind of coach for you. And we're going to tell you exactly what to do. If you're, if you've already been reaching for the mince pies, if you've already been having a few more drinks than you usually would, if the unhealthy food is starting to creep in, we're going to basically tell you how to not gain a load of weight over Christmas, how to get this under control, but without missing out on mince pies, without missing out on wine, without missing out on chocolate, and without having to give up your Christmas dinner because you know, nobody, nobody wants to do that, let's face it. So this mainly comes down to your mindset, something we bang on about a lot with Trinity, but see if you can relate to any of these thoughts. So for example, you've, you've eaten all those mince pies, you've had lots of chocolate and wine and parties, and it's not been, you know, I try not to say that today. It's not been the most healthy time for you. And it's very easy to have these thoughts like, I've ruined it now. It's too late. I've had one, so I may as well have more. You might, I may as well have as many as I want. I'll start again in January, or there's no point now. If you can relate to any of those ways of thinking, then it's likely that this is fundamentally a mindset issue. And if you're not able to question the thoughts that pop into your head, the thoughts like I've ruined it now, it's too late, 
I've screwed it all up. If you're unable to question those thoughts, what these tends to do is just dictate your results and you can't change your results if you can't change those thoughts. So if you can imagine this in your mind, imagine we've got four steps in a process. So we've got a box at the top, a box below that, a box below that, and a box below that with some arrows in between. In this process, this is kind of how your mindset works. It starts at the top with your thoughts. So the first thing that happens, we can't necessarily control this, is we have thoughts that crop up in our brain. And that thought might be like, I've ruined it now. I've had one, so I may as well have more. Or I'll start again next January. Those are all typical thoughts that may pop up in your head. And the more you kind of think in this way, the more those thoughts will crop up to you. You kind of train your mind to think in different ways. But those thoughts alone, they don't cause anything to actually happen. Just because that thought's popped into your head doesn't mean you have to then face plant in mince pies, eat a whole box of chocolates, drink a whole bottle of wine. There's other steps that lead to that happening. So those thoughts generally then trigger feelings. So if you think you've eaten a mince, mince pie, then you've eaten two, and then you think I've ruined it now, it's too late. That triggers a load of feelings. So the feelings could be things like guilt. It could be feelings of shame, feelings of disappointment, maybe even feeling of sort of being angry with yourself. Maybe you can relate to some of those feelings. And again, those feelings alone, they don't cause anything to necessarily happen. Just because you've had those feelings doesn't mean the next thing has to happen. But the problem is those thoughts become those feelings and then those feelings can lead to actions. And this is where mindset really becomes such a big thing or when you realize how important mindset is to determining your results. Because if you can't question those thoughts and feelings and nip it in the bud, what then happens is a load of action. So if you're feeling guilty, you're feeling ashamed, you're feeling angry with yourself, you're feeling annoyed, you're feeling despair, and you're feeling like there's no hope, then what tends to happen is you'll take a load of actions based off the back of that. So you're feeling like there's no hope, so what happens then? Well, you feel demotivated, so you go and eat some more mince pies, and you feel low, so you emotionally eat and emotionally drink and have a whole pack of crisps and a whole bottle of wine. And that ultimately determines your results. So that's the last step in this four-stage process is your results. So if you have had that bottle of wine, you've had that packet of crisps, you've had three mince pies, you've had a box of chocolates, funnily enough, you're probably going to gain weight. That's a lot of calories in that. You're going to be putting on body fat and your weight's going to go up as a result of that. And the worst thing is, so we've got our thoughts, which lead to our feelings, which lead to our actions, which lead to our results, is this can then become a vicious cycle. And this is how a vicious cycle is created because those results can then lead into more thoughts. So you look at the scales, you go, oh no, I've gained a few pounds now over Christmas. And then the thoughts start to crop up in your head again. I've ruined it now. It's too late. I'll start again next January. I'll start again in January. And then those lead to more feelings of despair, demotivation, like there's no point, there's no hope. So then the actions are, well, I'll just eat even more. I'll drink even more. I'll just do whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. Screw it. And then your weight goes up and up and up. And it creates this vicious cycle of your weight continuing to go up. And then the thoughts start to crop in your head again about how you're failing, how you've ruined it, how you can't do it, how it's different for you and how there's no point. So can you start to see how if you don't have any way of dealing with these thoughts, if you don't have any way of working on your mindset, then these thoughts can quickly lead to results you don't want in your life. And then that can become a vicious cycle of then creating more thoughts and creating this downward spiral of feeling more and more negative, emotionally eating, emotionally drinking. And then ultimately, like a lot of people I tend to do at this time of year, gaining lots and lots of weight over the Christmas period, not doing anything about it until January and feeling absolutely crap in January. And we don't want that for you. So what we're going to do today is talk about strategies you can use to feel better now that aren't going to ruin Christmas for you. So Ben, what can you do about this? 
So the first thing you can do is basically just give yourself a break. So beating yourself up about all of this. As Rob said, if you've got all of these negative thoughts in your head, you've maybe your results, maybe your actions have not been exactly what you wanted. Beating yourself up about that is not going to really make it any better. A good way of looking at this is imagine if you, if you had your mobile phone and you're walking along the street, you're texting, somebody bumps into you and you drop the phone on the floor and now the phone's on the ground. You're like, oh no, my phone's on the ground. If you kind of beat yourself up after this and say like, right, well, my phone's on the ground. There's, you know, everything is ruined. If you start beating yourself up at that point, it's like dropping your phone and then like stamping on your phone and making sure that it's just smashed into millions of pieces um, just because one little bad thing happened. And the reality is you can't really change the past. Well, you definitely can't change the past, in fact, not really. Um, <laughs> you can only learn from it. You can just take lessons from it and you can move forwards. So another example is imagine if, um, if, if you're a parent, if your child was upset because they got a, like a bad, a bad grade at school, would you A, shout at them and tell them they should feel terrible and tell them that they should be ashamed of themselves? Or would you tell them it's okay? Would you tell them it's not the end of the world and that next time they could do something different and they could do it a bit better? I mean, I think most people would go for option two and be reassuring and be nice and be kind and be compassionate. So it's kind of just about taking that same approach with yourself and speaking to yourself the way that you'd speak to a young child who'd done something wrong or just made a small mistake. Yeah, it's crazy how many of us as adults have these ridiculous standards for ourselves. I don't know where these develop really. They just develop over the years, I guess, of being told we've done things wrong and we're not good enough and we've kind of ingrained that. But we're so harsh to ourselves and we would never ever dream of speaking to a child or our friends like that. Imagine if your friend came to you and said, I'm really, really upset. I've done a bad thing, um, whatever it may be. I've spent too much money and you go, you're a fucking idiot. You've screwed up. You should be so ashamed of yourself. You should, you should, you know, beat yourself up. You should hurt yourself. It's not a good idea, right? We, we know that's not going to work well for them. It's just going to make them go into a downward spiral. And yet this is what most people are doing to themselves. So we'll give you some tactics later, but if you can work on speaking to yourself and just think, wait a sec, is this really working for me? Is this productive or is there something better I can do? Could I speak to myself like I would my child and say, okay, I've had a few mince pies. I've had a few, a bit too much to drink, but I can, I don't have to continue like this. I can, I can stop now. It's not, I don't need to be ashamed about what I did, but I can do something better in the future. That would probably work a lot better. Right? So the first thing to do, give yourself a break. Don't need to beat yourself up. Beating yourself up is actually just completely ineffective. It's a complete waste of time. What else can you do, Ben? What else kind of comes up in terms of this mindset stuff? So another thing is basically, I guess this is kind of linked, but just kind of don't throw in the towel every time something goes wrong. So once you've stopped beating yourself up, don't then throw in the towel. Um, so it's kind of that mindset of I've had one, so I may as well have more. So like you have one mince pie, you have one glass of wine. You're like, well, it's all ruined. No point anymore. I may as well just keep going. So a good way to look at this is if you missed a day of brushing your teeth, what would you do the next day? I think most people would then just brush their teeth in the morning and be like, oh yeah, I brushed my, I just, I just brushed my teeth then because I forgot to brush them last night, which, which basically solves the problem. It gets you back on track. You don't say, oh, I haven't brushed my teeth one day. I'm never going to brush them again. There's no point. They're going to, they're going to go rotten anyway. I'll just let them just rot and all fall out and that'll be absolutely fine. That's kind of the approach people take when they have like one piece of bad food or one glass of wine. And they're like, do you know what? I've ruined it all now. Um, I'm never going to be healthy. I've, I've, 
everything is ruined and then they just keep going and going and going. And I guess another way, another example would be imagine, imagine one of your kids comes home and tells you that they tried a cigarette today. And, um, it's kind of like just because they've smoked one cigarette, they might've tried it and not liked it, but that doesn't mean they have to continue with it. It doesn't mean like one bad thing doesn't have to become like a habit that goes on, on and on and on and on and on. And if you can kind of adopt this mindset that just because a bad thing happened, it doesn't mean you have to spiral that into loads and loads of bad things happened happening. You can basically enable yourself to have treats and have bad days and have the odd drink, etc. Um, but what really matters is what you do afterwards. And if you're able to move forwards from that without beating yourself up, without self-sabotaging, without giving up, without throwing in the towel, it means that let's say you go around somebody's house and you have some unhealthy food and some chocolates and stuff. You can wake up the next day and be like, right, let's just draw a line under that. That was only one day in the grand scheme of things. I've got like years and years and years to really look after my fitness. So I may as well start again the next day. I mean, why would I, why bother spiraling this out of control? It's not all pointless. And and our clients who you may have seen some of their success stories. If you're listening to this, people like Caroline Wood who lost four and a bit stone in a year in a sustainable way. Patricia Fox, you may have seen as well, went from size 14 to size eight with a really busy business on as well that she was running. Like these people who've seen this great success, they haven't just had a year of plain sailing or however long they've been doing the work, three months of plain sailing. They've actually had days where it's not gone so well. I mean, this is where it helps to have a coach, but they've had days where they have not made the best choices, but the key to their success is just getting back on track the next, the next very next time they have a decision. So let's say next morning with their breakfast, they go, I'll have a healthier breakfast. Or maybe they have a few days. Again, they've not had no days like this. This is, I think this is one thing that also people get trapped with in this mindset is thinking this is not normal. This like a fit and healthy person wouldn't do this. The reality is they do, but they get back on very quickly. So for example, on Saturday night, I went to a Christmas party had too much to drink. We're playing lots of different games. Um, ate not the healthiest food either. It was nice, but too much of it. And I also forgot to brush my teeth. I remember this because it's something I never, ever, ever do. But I was sharing, I was in someone's flat. We, there was only one bathroom. Um, the people I was sharing with were in the bathroom. Um, and I was so tired. I, just, I was just in bed and thinking, I'm brushing my teeth in a minute. And then I fell asleep. And then the next day, A, I did just go and brush my teeth first thing. Felt much better for it, making that better choice. Same thing would happen with food. You don't have to go, I didn't brush my teeth once or I made a bad choice once. So that's it ruined. I'll never do it again. And then the other thing I did was just make sure I have a healthy breakfast, a healthy lunch, you know, have lots of water. And I felt hell of a lot better for it as well. So it's not like these things don't happen. It's just about nipping them in the bud quickly rather than it becoming this week, two weeks, three week, month long downward spiral of beating yourself up and then doing more of it and then throwing in the towel and saying, I'll just start it again in a few months. So even if it's, even if it seems like it's too late, it's definitely not. And that kind of brings us on to the next mindset that we see a lot. So Ben, what's that? So the next mindset is basically looking forwards and just saying, you know, thinking, oh, it's too late now. There's no point now. I'll start again in January. And that's kind of, I think that really comes from wanting to be perfect. So a lot of, we, we have one, something at the start of our program, which we call the diet makeover which is like a six day period of kind of transforming your eating. So you have to stick to a set of a certain set of eating rules for six days and your people will come and I'll say, well, you know, I want to make sure I do this when I've got six clear days with no interruptions in between. Um, 
So I'm not going to start now. I'll start in two weeks after I've come back from a holiday. Reality is you can start that six day thing. Um, if you had a bad, if, if you have a bad day in between, it's not the end of the world, basically. Like, and that, that mindset comes from being wanting to be perfect. But in order to see success with fitness, with anything, you don't really have to be perfect. The most important thing is, is really that you actually just do it. If you worry about being perfect or not being perfect, you're not getting anything done in reality. It's like this, you were, um, go ahead, Rob. What were you going to say? I'm sure you had a great example. All, all I was going to say is this is really encouraged by the dieting industry because a lot of diets are taught as these are the rules. You have mm. to follow these rules for it to succeed. Whereas if you just understood what really drove fat loss, what was going to work for you and what's a balanced way of doing this that's going to fit around your life, which is what we try and work on with all of our clients or what we do help them to achieve. It's much easier to realize that this is not it's not black or white. It's not pass or fail. It's not like I've, I've sinned or I haven't sinned. Really, it's a massive sliding scale and you can always make a decision to make it better. So what, what was the example you were just going to give? Um, I've forgotten now. But all I <laughs> what I do know is there's six days between now and Christmas Day. For those six days, I'm not going to say, you know, there's no point. I'm just going to give up. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to just be exercising. I'm going to be trying to eat healthy. I'm just going to be continuing to do what I normally would. Obviously, there's going to be times, if I look at my calendar, I've got like a few different Christmas events and things coming up. I'm probably not going to eat the healthiest at those Christmas events. I'll try my best, but like the whole thing's not going to be perfect. It's not the perfect time to be trying to do fitness at the moment. But by continuing to try and exercise and do, do the work, essentially, I will probably, I will avoid gaining any weight or anything like that. I'm just, I'm confident in that because that's what happens every single year. I just, I just don't stop. I don't try and be perfect. I just don't stop. And that's kind of the same with our clients. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to ruin their life and, and give up mince pies and, and chocolates and wine and everything. And just, you know, live off sawdust over Christmas, but um, they just keep going with it. Basically, they just keep going with like some of the work. Even if they do 50%, they'll still maintain exactly where they are now. And then they'll start, Jan start in January in a way better position. Yeah. And I've been in touch with lots of people. I'm sure you have as well. And a lot of them have been maintaining where they're at. They've not been losing massive weight. And I think setting those expectations for yourself is just not a good idea. You've got to set some realistic expectations. But I mean, everything we've talked about today may seem like common sense, these ways of thinking, these mindsets that you can develop, but it's actually quite hard to do in reality. And if you do struggle with those mindsets, like it's, you know, thinking it's too late, there's no point. I'll start again in January. I've ruined it now. It's very, very difficult to shift those on your own without any techniques to shift them. They don't just change on their own. They don't just change through hoping for them to change. And most diets don't even touch on this. Well, I would say all diets, in fact, don't touch on this. They don't give you any tools to shift this. So this is kind of the foundation of everything we do at Trinity. We help our clients to shift their mindsets and get their head in the right place every single day with a couple of different tools we teach them. One of them is called the thought transformer. And what that does is shifts these ways of thinking so that rather than having these voices in the corner of your mind or you know this devil on your shoulder constantly saying these things, by the end of the 12 weeks working with us, that is much, much quieter. And there's a much stronger voice that's cheering you on, that's a positive cheerleader that's going to actually help you to succeed and that won't be beating yourself up. So our clients feel much more in control, they feel much happier, and they're able to actually turn this into a sustainable lifestyle with a balance, as Ben was saying there. That balance that Ben strikes and that he's going to be striking over the next few days, I will be, our clients will be, that isn't 
something that's happened by accident that comes from working on your mindset changing these ways of thinking so that you're able to to strike that balance to do it in a sustainable way that fits around your life rather than being on a diet or off a diet so where can people go if they want to find out more about this ben whether they want to start before christmas whether they want to start after christmas where can they go so if you want to find out more just head over to www.fit40info.com you can grab all the details there about everything that we do and you can um yeah, you could get started with us now. You can get started with us after Christmas. But yeah, go and check that out. All right. We've got to wrap it up for today, but I hope you guys found this useful. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Give it a like if you're watching on Facebook and we'll catch you all in the next one. Have a brilliant Christmas as well. Mm-hmm.